From the Florida Bar Studios in Tallahassee, this is Florida Bar News Briefs. I'm your host, Mark Killian. Prosecutors, public defenders, trial lawyers, and other critics of a proposal to consolidate Florida's 20 judicial circuits delivered a united message last week to the Judicial Circuit Assessment Committee. Jim Ash has more. Uh, That's right, Mark. Chief Justice Carlos Muniz created the panel after House Speaker Paul Renner wrote to him and suggested consolidation might create efficiencies. Renner noted that the circuit maps haven't been redrawn since 1969. An administrative order creating the committee stressed that the Supreme Court was not expressing any view on the merits at this time. The process is governed by Rule 2.241, which requires the committee to base its recommendations on six factors, including public trust and confidence. A similar review committee recommended creating the new 6th District Court of Appeal last year. Witnesses lined up for hours in an Orlando courtroom on Friday to express their concerns. Others appeared remotely via WebEx. State attorneys and public defenders from rural areas told the committee that merging their circuits with an urban jurisdiction would make the courts appear more remote to the citizens they're supposed to serve. Public defender Mark Sims warned that merging or splitting the Panhandle's 14th Circuit would disenfranchise its constituents. Quote, in other words, there would most likely never be a state attorney, public defender, or circuit judge elected from our six counties because we simply do not have the population nor votes. End quote. The panel also received letters from various stakeholders, including the Florida Prosecuting Attorneys Association, the Florida Public Defender Association, and the Florida Conference of Circuit Court Judges, all opposed. The administrative order gives the committee until December 1 to issue its recommendations. Committee members are on a tight deadline because the legislature convenes in January, with interim committees ramping up next month. Court workers and litigants can express their views via an anonymous survey that's available on the committee's website. The survey deadline is Friday, September 1. The Judicial Circuit Assessment Committee meets next on September 15th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. via Zoom. The panel will discuss survey results, public hearing testimony, and discuss initial findings. One of President Scott Westheimer's goals this year is to ensure the bar is more proactive in protecting the public and helping members stay out of the disciplinary system. That, he says, means investing in and empowering the bar's 111,000 members. A huge piece of that puzzle is simplifying fiscal management for lawyers. Roanne Batar has more. Florida is at the cusp of being the first state in the country to provide free trust accounting software for all its members in good standing with the NOTA Financial Management Platform. This new and free member benefit is designed to help lawyers more easily manage their trust accounts while complying with Florida Bar rules. Westheimer says the goal is to provide members a tool that is the newest in cutting-edge technology that's seamless, that will work with multiple financial institutions, that can be used as a standalone cloud-based software for their trust accounting, and that will make it easy as possible for members to comply with trust rules. NOTA provides attorneys with total visibility into their bank accounts, along with full integration into law firm workflows, helps streamline the exacting management of client IOTA accounts, and integrates easily with major practice management, legal payment, and accounting platforms. Westheimer said NOTA will help members easily manage the complex and onerous process of trust reconciliation so they can focus on what's important, their clients. 
You can register now at trustnoted.com slash the Florida Bar. The newly created Standing Committee on Cybersecurity and Privacy Law held its first meeting last week. Jim? That's right, Mark. The Board of Governors created committee earlier this summer. President Scott Westheimer sees it as a technical resource for bar members and other tech-related committees. Lawyers are a big target for cybercrime, and the threat is growing. The latest statistics show that an average of 33 data breach-related lawsuits are being filed each month in Florida, a big jump from the 13-per-month average recorded last year. The committee is co-chaired by Mandelbaum Cybersecurity Practice Head Steve Tepler, who also teaches a cybersecurity course at Nova Law School. Franklin Zemmel, the other co-chair, is a Fort Lauderdale attorney and Saul Ewing partner whose practice also focuses on cybersecurity. At the meeting, Zemmel stressed that the committee's work product should steer clear of technical jargon. Quote, whatever we put out, whatever we publish, it has to be relevant to practitioners and it has to be accessible. The committee eventually will produce a best practices guide for lawyers and possibly request an ethics opinion regarding a lawyer's responsibility for cybersecurity. Much of the first meeting was devoted to introductions. The committee includes a Stetson Law professor and several lawyers who are registered software engineers. One member used to work for the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. The secret group is charged with protecting the nation from cybersecurity attacks. Attorney General Ashley Moody is concluding her summer scam series, Tech Traps, with a warning about scams that use chat GPT to appear more believable. Roanne? With more than 1.8 billion site visitors each month, ChatGPT is a widely used artificial intelligence service that generates text after a user enters a prompt. Scammers are now exploiting AI models to make scams more sophisticated. Moody says scammers are using artificial intelligence to make solicitations more believable and Floridians need to be on high alert to avoid falling prey. AI can be used to create imposter social media profiles for romance scams, mimic banking websites to steal financial information, or even to create fake chats with customer service professionals to obtain personal information, according to the AG's office. The technology allows a scammer to match the tone, tenor, or messaging of a specific company, government entity, or nonprofit. The AG says it's important to be skeptical. Always double-check the identity of the person or organization sending the solicitation. Avoid clicking on links or downloading attachments from unknown sources. Be skeptical of unsolicited requests for personal, financial, or sensitive information, and trust your instincts. If it seems too good to be true, it probably is. For more on these and other stories of interest to the profession, visit floridabar.org slash news. Florida Bar News Briefs is a production of the Journal and News Department. For Jim Ash, Roanne Batar, and our producer, Clay Shaw, behind the glass, I'm Mark Killian. (laughs) 